0: From the Humphrey School of Public Affairs in Minneapolis, Minnesota, this is Coming of Age. Today, we talk to Cameron Bailey.
1: That full calendar year was like a really big slap in the face. Like, wake the hell up. Here's the smelling salts. Like, wake up. Like, you've been in a dream, man. I'm
0: Simon Cecil. Stay tuned. I was probably about forty-four, eight or 9, I would
1: say. When I turned 18 years old. 18. I was 25. I was 19 years old. Yeah, and I went, I'm an adult.
0: I'm Simon Cecil, and this is Coming of Age, the podcast based at the Humphreys School of Public Affairs. Each week, we hear the story of someone at the school, and when they begin to feel like a grown-up. Today, we hear from Cameron Bailey. Cameron is a second year student in the Urban and Regional Planning program. Some of you may have met him because he was one of the student leaders in the Courageous Conversations program during orientation. Cameron is a bit of an overachiever. Right now, he's an intern at Metro Transit, He's the Vice President of Recruitment for the Humphrey Students of Color Association, or HSOCA. He's a student ambassador, which are essentially the students who help with recruitment for Humphrey. He's a student member of the Energy Vision and Advisory Committee to the Minneapolis Clean Energy Partnership. And he's actively involved in the Holland Neighborhood Improvement Association. So you could say he's got a lot going on. And overachieving has kind of always been Cameron's thing. So when I asked him about his growing up process, he started by telling me about how grown up he felt as an adolescent. So can you tell us the story of when you begin to feel like a grown up?
1: Feel like a grown up or know that I was living a grown up life? Because if it's feel like a grown up, I mean, since I was old enough, I was like always one being in charge of like, hey, man. Little sister, it's your job to wake her up, make sure she's dressed. You're wake up, you're like awake and you're dressed, you know. Have your food, and lunch ready to go for school, you know. Have your chores done, get the car warmed up, type deal. So I was always felt like, oh yeah, like I'm I'm super independent, man. Like I'm I'm doing my thing, I'm I'm being responsible. I'm, I'm you know, in that term like um, I'm working beyond my pay grade type of deal. And uh, then as I got older, you know, I have college going away to school, handled all my own application stuff or whatnot. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm I'm such an independent person. I'm so grown. Like, people just don't even know. Like, I'm just light years beyond my age. I'm an old soul, man. Like, I just got this.
0: But this feeling of being an adult shifted for Cameron when he graduated college and moved back to Arizona to be closer to family. And suddenly, his long run of overachieving ran headlong into the challenges facing young people trying to get their first job out of college
1: i had to move back in with my brother and um yeah looking for jobs and applying for jobs it was like the first time in my life like i was told like nah man you actually don't qualify for these things like no you, we can't offer you a job i'm like but dude, like I had my pick of the litter with like internships and like work-study positions and everything.
0: The transition from college into the working world is a big shift. And while Cameron had worked quite a bit as an undergraduate, it was still a big transition to move from a life largely financed by student loans to a life of working to survive. And this challenge was amplified by student loan debt and medical bills from a knee surgery. Cameron definitely felt this burden. And he says that one night, a couple months after his December graduation, he was doing his budgeting, and the size of those debts really landed on him.
1: I've always done my finances through Excel sheets because I love Excel sheets because there's numbers involved and visuals, and it's like I kept recrunching them and recrunching them and recrunching them, and then I just looked at him like, dude, there's like an $800 shortfall, and that's not including food and fun and entertainment or whatever, like you can't pay your bills like damn it man like i can't pay these yeah it was like a a numb shock and she's like crap like i i can't do this you know i'm like i'm sleeping on the couch man like what does my life come to
0: as the bills from student loans and medical bills begin to come due cameron began facing some really serious financial struggles he says that he had to shuffle money between credit cards And it was becoming a challenge just to make sure he had at least $1 free on one of his cards all the time so he could have gas to get to work. And work was pretty much what Cameron was focused on during this time as he dramatically ramped up his work schedule
1: to address these financial challenges. Well, initially I just had like one job, just my part-time teaching gig. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm working, you know, I'm volunteering at the school, coaching. Yeah, I'm doing good, man. And then it's like, no, you can't pay your bills, man. This is not enough. And it's like, okay. All right, I'll go from 30 to 40 hours a week. That's, that's normal. I'm working 40. I'm like, dude, this is still not enough. I loaded luggage at the airport, man. I uh, I had like three different security jobs at one point, using those to work up to a position where I could just get a full-time one. Um, yeah, I was you know, landscaping on weekends, so like digging through that caliche clay in the desert sun. It's 115 out, man. And I'm just like, dude. I don't need an engineering degree to know how to dig a trench, (laughs) you know? I don't need that to figure out how to fit conduit. But damn it, dude, it's what you got to do. That's how I knew I was growing up, and I was sleeping on my brother's couch working jobs I didn't even need a high school degree for, and I'm sitting here with a B.S. in civil engineering, graduate cum laude from a top 25 engineering school. I'm like, that don't mean squat, man.
0: What was that time like? And when you think back to it, what was that experience like to be really accomplished, but also really struggling to do the things that you wanted to do?
1: I mean, it was just rough, man. I felt not alone, but I felt um, like it would, everything was on me at that point. You know, there was no one who I went to at the end of every day being like, hey, did you get your work done? Did you pay your bills? Like, you know, did did you eat good today? And I was like, no, that's totally on me. Like, yeah, I have no one to answer to, but I also have like no one to really guide me either. Like, no one really had responsibility for my well-being, and so that was—I don't want to say lonely or isolating, because it wasn't negative in my mind. It was just it just completely reframed how I approached like and saw like the world. I don't know if there's a positive word for that, but that's that's what it was. That full calendar year was like a really big slap in the face, like dude, wake the hell up, here's the and salts, like wake up, like you've been in a dream, man. You thought you were working hard, but dude, you had a good.
0: Do you remember when it began to kind of turn around?
1: I, I do, that was the summer of 2012. Well, the turning point was when I realized like, you're just not working hard enough. That's all it is. Like you're paying now for your, your hubris last year. And so you have to dig yourself out of this. And it's like, I, I think it was for like three months. I was working like 70 to 80 hours a week, very minimal amounts of sleep. And I finally, I found a kind of like a security guard, uh, just residential aid position at this primarily senior complex. And, like, it came with vision, and it came with health care, and it was guaranteed full-time. I had a set schedule. And then I found a deli job that fit with that perfectly. And so with that, I was like, cool, I have, like, a set schedule, and I've, like, worked my tail off the last three months to pay off enough things where I got to the point where I was like, I can actually move out now. I can move out. I've made it. And, it like, to have made it, it was like being able to rent out a room. Yeah, that, that was when I knew I'd made it. And while it
0: might seem like kind of a small thing to be able to rent your own place, that moment of realizing he'd reached a place of financial stability was a huge victory for Cameron.
1: It was just so momentous, man. Just like, you know, just walking tall and got that good posture. And it's like, yeah, this is my room. I paid for this. I'm paying for it right now. I'm buying my groceries Oh, my God, it just felt amazing, man. It's like having a key and being like, no one else can get in this room other than me because I paid for this damn key, you know? Like, it just it just felt so good.
0: Back when he was much younger, Cameron had been told the defining mark of an adult is being able to pay your own bills. And while he says he didn't fully appreciate it at the time, after his experience struggling to make it on his own financially, the ability to pay bills... Has become Cameron's benchmark for defining adulthood.
1: During my mom's my mom's second marriage, when we lived out in Oakland, my stepfather's mother, I was talking to her, and something came up where I was like, "Yeah, like I'm grown. Like I get myself to school, wake myself up every morning. Been doing that for years. Like I work, you know, I put gas in the tank or whatever. And uh, you know, I was like, I'm responsible. And she's like, Baby, you are grown when you pay your own bills." That's when you're grown. Don't let anyone else tell you otherwise, because that's life, bills, and uh, I was just kind of like, okay, like I'm not gonna say no. I'm not gonna disagree with a 65 year old woman who's lived through more than I probably ever will. But it didn't, that didn't come back to me until I was in that point. Like, oh my God, bills. She was so right.
0: Now that he's in grad school and looking back on that time, Cameron says that that period taught him both about the importance of hard work, as well as to have a sense of empathy for people who are struggling just to get by.
1: I didn't fully realize until I was out of school and had to face all those realities on my own and be like, dang, there are a lot of doors that are closed um, when you're an adult and it's just you, you know? And I, I developed, I'd like to think, a much greater empathy for daily struggles and people's lived experiences.
0: That's our show for today. You can find Cameron around the Humphrey School and you'll find us back here in two weeks for another episode of Coming of Age. Oh yeah, you're going to <laughs> love this one.
1: This one goes world. out to the laborers, the, laborer, the sufferers, sufferer, and the workers of the of world who head. create mountains, mountains of wealth. Of wealth.
0: just like you cause I'm but just keep like your you. faith hold oh, on to your courage keep
1: your faith Keep your faith keep yeah. your faith